Hey guys, it's Sandra Lockett here. Hope you guys have had a wonderful week. I am back with another episode. And I think this one is a bit personal. Um, God has been working with me, dealing with me, and just speaking to me. And I feel like this is so powerful what I'm going to talk about. And it's called Overcome the Addiction. Um, and when I say overcome the addiction, it's not just you know, regular addiction, addictions such as just drugs and alcohol. It's more like, you know, caring about what other people think of you. Their addiction of cigarettes, sex, um, for women to be loved by a man, fear, overeating, all those things are some form of way an addiction. And I kind of wanted to talk about that for, you know, quite some time. I want to actually go through all of them because it's just been placed on my heart. Um, for these past couple of weeks, I've been I'm meeting different people that hold some form of an addiction. And none of it is an addiction of God. It's an addiction of worldly things. So um, I would like to talk about that. And I just want to hop right in. I just want to go through the addiction of, you know, for one, for women being loved by a man. A lot of us women, I feel like we all want love in this world. Um, I know I am newly engaged, but by a wonderful man, but before him, I've dealt with a lot of toxicness for years. And so I only can speak of my experience of why I dealt with that. And the reason why I dealt with those things, because I didn't know who I was. I felt like that's all that um, I attracted. I attracted the same type of man. And also it went down to the man that I was attracted to and the reasons why I was attracted to them. And I feel like a lot of women, we settle for a man that just, the first man that tells us they love us. A lot of women settle if he has money. And the most controversial people settle if he can have sex with you really good. <laughs> women will go ahead and just sacrifice everything for that. And I feel like as women, um, if we looked at ourselves the way God looks at us, I feel like a lot of these things we wouldn't settle or agree upon. So that's addiction number one I want to talk about. And who does God say I am as a woman? Um, I love in Proverbs 31.10. Proverbs is a good um bible chapter especially um, proverbs 31 where it says that she is worth far more than rubies we're called the giver of life the helper we were created in god's image and his handiwork i love psalm 46 5 where it says god is within her she will not fall god will help her at break of day so as women you know we are valued by god you know, God see us beautiful. God see us better than rubies. Come on. God made us a helper to men. So God, he cares about us. And I feel like God created women as well to show his loving, tender, caring, nurturing side. Women, we're nurturers, we're caring, we're carers. And most importantly, we are made in the image of God. So it's like if God sees me as this type of person, this type of woman, and I'm made in the image of God, how dare can I accept anything from a man? A lot of us women, we accept, we, you know, especially if we're up in age or, you know, a lot of things. If we don't have this, we don't look like these Instagram models. If we're overweight, things like that, it would make us want to compromise with men and in our minds we may feel like this is the only man that will love me not knowing this man for one him this particular man does not even love you 
Um, I noticed that a lot of men here be with women if they can do something for them. So if you're that type of woman that's either buying his love, you're giving him all his your money or you're having sex with him or whatever your personal thing is. And you are there's women that I've seen now that has proposed to men. That's in the Bible it says he who finds a good wife, not she who finds a good husband. It says he who finds a good wife. So a man knows who he wants to marry ahead of time. So if this man is wasting your time and if this man is kind of just using you for certain things, that's not the man for you. But most importantly, there is over a billion people in this world. I'm not understanding why to us women, we settle for that one man. We feel like that's all that we can get. That's not true. There's someone out there for everybody. Trust me. I know there's someone out there for everybody. And I feel like as women, we should not settle for those type of things. We should know our worth and know that, you know what? I can do bad all by myself. If this man does not add value or bring me closer to God, then why am I settling? Why am I settling for anything less than the best? My father, my God says that I am valuable more than rubies. God says that he is with me. I will not fail. I am created to be a helper, a lover, a a nurturer. Why would I allow a man to bring me out of that element? Why would I allow a man to bring me out of my element when God says that I am important to him? And I was made in the image of God. When you really think about that and be like, I'm made in God's image. Do you think I'm going to let a man call me out of my name or a man to treat me really bad? No, I'm not. So a lot of women, we should also stop settling for worthy things like sex and, oh, if he has money. That is the wrong way to start loving people. And you know what? The music we listen to now, you know, I think that could be the cause of it. Women just talking about money and sex and this and that. And we pick up on that. And that's not love. A A man does not love you for one if he only just tells you that by mouth and his actions does not add up to that or if he's just giving you money there's no thought or care in that and another thing women if a man this is most importantly if a man put us as an option and not as a priority then we need to leave because for one having let me tell you the difference between a man showing you an option an option means he has a lot of people in his phone you're already on speed dial because you're easy so he know you're going to pick up the phone and you're going to be there for him so all he does is look through his options and his contacts first and then when he can't find anyone he goes to the one that he knows is going to give him everything that he needs just yes 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 to him no matter what A priority means this man wakes up every day and he thinks about you. He prays to God for you. He cannot go hours without talking to you. He he wants to be with you. He shows you he wants to be with you. He made changes to be with you. That's a priority. You, You are at the top of his list, basically. Options are you're just a whole bunch of people lined up. But don't worry, you're on that list because you're easy. So you're the one that he knows for a fact that, um, you know, he, you'll always be there for him. So as women, we want to be treated as priorities. We we are, that's that's who we want to be treated as. You know, we are very special and variable. We can bring life into this earth. I mean, we, we are important. And most importantly, we are important to God. So we will not allow any man, any man to treat us any less than that. I guarantee you, if you stop settling for someone that God don't want you with, let him go. I guarantee you, God will bless you with that man. 
God will continue to pray and say, God, I want a husband. I don't want just a man. A lot of women, we just, God sent me a man. There you go. He sent you a man. Or not he sent you a man. There's your man. (laughs) There's a whole bunch of men out here. But a godly husband, that is rare. I find myself praying that prayer and also letting go of my hindrance a man that i knew there was a hindrance a man that was toxic it's 2021 we need to let go of toxic relationships thinking that's just so great i hear these female rappers talk about how good being toxic is and this and that i don't want to just that's that's not healthy and that's not happy and i can only talk about experience when i let go of the man that i knew 100 percent. god gave me a hundred signs it was one of those things where we pray like, God, show me a sign. And God just kept showing me signs, but I ignored them for my own personal use. And the number one reason is because, like I said, I didn't know who I was as a woman. I didn't feel beautiful. If I don't feel beautiful, if I don't feel loved, I'm going to go chase the any type of man just so I can get that. And that's why a lot of women, we don't value ourselves. We don't see ourselves as God sees us. So we settle. We settle for the first man to be like, I love you. If he tell you I love you, that means he loves you. No. That's not true. Does his action words can say anything. Words can say anything. So moral of the story, that's addiction number one. It's just kind of for women trying to chase after love, being loved by a man. Sweetheart, boss up. Get on your stuff. Focus on you. If you got kids, focus on your kids. Most importantly, focus on God and don't worry. God will send that man. God in the Bible says God will give you the desires of your heart. If it aligns to his will, he'll give you the desires of his heart. But a lot of us, we praying for the wrong man and thinking God going to bless us with that. No, that's not how God works. God sees the bigger picture. God sees that this man is not supposed to be for you. So no, God will not honor that. God loves us. So that's why he said he'll give us the desires of our heart if it aligns to his will. But why don't you stop? Let go. Let go, sweetie. You can do bad all by yourself. There's no way I'm going to be doing bad with the man next to me. I don't understand for sex. No, definitely not. I can wait to have sex with my husband. Okay. Now, (laughs) that's just addiction number one. Addiction number two is, man, it's it's so powerful. It's about the drugs, alcohol, and I'll add cigarettes um, with that as well. One thing I know is that a lot of us that, just speaking from personal experience, um, a lot of us that we go to drugs, alcohol, even smoke cigarettes, our number one thing is, oh, it relieves some stress. That's the lie that we believe. And we hit, we either hit the blunt one time, smoke cigarettes one time. It's a feeling for us. Our brain programs it to say this is the, this helps you relieve stress. And it doesn't actually. And how you know it's not a gift from God because I know if you drink too much alcohol, your liver, your liver get damaged. Too much cigarettes, you get cancer. Whole bunch of marijuana breaks your brain cells. So obviously that's not from God. That's just something that the devil has tricked us in our mind and told us this helps. And it really doesn't help. It doesn't help. And also, I love when my pastor said, and it takes 23 days for us to rebuild a new habit. So a lot of us that's been smoking years on top of years, at this point, you're not even enjoying it. You're not even enjoying it. You're just doing it just because. <laughs> just because actually that became an addiction for you. When... And, and a lot of us, we always say we can't stop. I love when my fiance said, don't ever say you can't do anything. Say you won't do it because God says that we can do all things, all things through him who gives us that strength, through Christ who strengthens us. So there's no such things I can't be honest. The first step is admitting and say you don't want to stop. 
But I guarantee you, if you when you put the blunt down, when you say today, you'll be surprised. You'll be so surprised how a power of no, when you say no, I'm not going to do this. You'll see how powerful that is because a lot of us can't even build ourselves up to say no because the devil has that strong hold on us, just keeping us right there to not even have the desire to say no. But when you it's like it's like weight. Um, I know me personally, I know I lost 20 pounds in a short amount of time. There was no, I didn't go get surgery. I didn't do any of that. It was a power of no. I was tired of looking in the mirror every day, going shopping and not being able to, I got to go to a special section. I couldn't, you know, go in the section that everybody else could go in. The skinnier people, I hated that. It bothered me. So I said, no, I'm not going to keep eating. For God says your body is a temple anyway, that we were bought with a price. We should take care of ourselves and our body. Do you think it was easy? No especially the first week the first week is the hardest because you know why you are you are getting out of the devil's will and you're 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 moving into god's will so he's just using everything to draw you back in i know for people that do hardcore drugs or even people that smoke cigarettes it's very hard for them to get off of it and i think a lot of people fear that withdrawal process but it's the same as overeating your body goes through withdrawal your body goes in a starvation mode your body don't understand it but again if you just have patience and perseverance, you will get through it because you're looking at the bigger picture. It, and you know what I realized? For people to stop the drugs and the addictions that they do, they have to get a wake-up call. We're all looking for, oh, if you smoke cigarettes, you go to the doctor. Oh, you got cancer. That You'll stop then. You'll stop then. Or for, for some of us, if we want a great job, I noticed, you know, we'll stop smoking marijuana so we'll get a good job. It takes for a drastic thing to happen in order for people to stop their addictions and that doesn't make sense why do we have to do that why do we have to be forced to do that we have a god that tells us to be sober and we have a god to that says put him first put him first because even when you're trusting drugs and cigarettes and alcohol to be your god and to help you with stress you're not putting god first so all of those things are sin you are looking for something to help you overcome your stress your worry um your fears you're looking for a worldly thing you're looking for something you can see to help you with that and the only the only person that can get you out of that is God so I challenge everyone here if they have some form of addiction let this be the day to say no no I am going to let that go no I am going to trust in God I'm going to trust God and know that this process is hard but like God said with my strength I won't be able to do it but with God's strength I'm able to overcome far more abundantly what I can think or imagine so it's gonna be hard you guys but it's time to let go of the addictions it's time to let go of the things that you know God do not want you to have and let's just be honest with ourselves the first step is admitting let's be honest with ourselves and say you know what I'm addicted to this thing I'm addicted I can't stop I'm sorry I, I, I can stop but I don't want to stop or for some of us that really want to stop, but we don't, let's not say we can't stop. Say, you know what, God, I cannot do it without you because that's true. So I can't do it without you. In my own strength, I will fail. Let's look at 1 Corinthians 10, 13. It's so powerful. It says, no temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man. God is faithful and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. But with the but with the temptation, he will also provide the way of escape that you may be able to endure it. So something very powerful I want to say is the devil knows people that don't read their Bibles. The devil knows that the 
the the um, the, the Bible is more powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword. The only way, the only way to defeat him is by the word of God. So if we don't know the like God's telling us right here in First Corinthians ten thirteen that no temptation has overtaken us that is not coming to man, and that God is faithful and that God said He won't allow us to be tempted in our ability, and also most importantly that when we are faced with temptation, He will provide a way of escape so that we can endure it. So if we us not knowing that, we'll believe the devil lies that we need this, we need this to get rid of the stress. If that was the case, why is it as a child, as a baby? We weren't born smoking cigarettes. Why did we wait as an older age to start doing those things? Why, if we need it, like we need food, we came out the womb eating food, we need that in our mind. Why is it that drugs and all these things, why was that picked up by some later, some somebody introduced us to that or whatever it is? And why does it cause health problems? Why can't some of us die from these things? Some of us can overdose from these things. If that was the right way and we need it like the devil makes us believe, then why weren't we born to need that? We were born to need God. We weren't born to need those things. Those things are worldly, man-made things. And the most powerful of scripture is Philippians 4.13. It's the overlooked, but we need to break that down and say, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. God says all things. He didn't say something, some addictions. He said all things. So again, if you tell yourself no today, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do it. I don't want to do it. God, if you tell me to trust you, here it is. I'm going to trust you then, God. God, if you say I can do all things with your help, cool. I'm going to trust you then. I'm going I'm to go that route because obviously my route isn't working. You have to get to a full surrender mode where you're tired. A lot of us, our, we're aging too fast due to us drinking a lot, smoking a lot. We're aging too fast. We just overeat until we gain too much weight. So now we're, we're either housebound, can't wear what we want to wear, can't do what we want to do. When is enough going to be enough for you? When is enough going to be enough? That little withdrawal process that you're going to go through, sweetie, it's going to be worth it. I'm telling you, once you can make it through that first week, you got this. You got this. God says when you are weak, you are strong. Something so powerful I want us to kind of look at is in the Bible where Paul, he was going through so many trials and adversaries. He was, man, he was going through it and he begged God. He said, God, please take this from me. God, please remove this from me. And you know what God said? No. God says, no, I'm not going to take that from you. I'm not going to take the suffering and the pain from you. For when you are weak, you are strong and that his power is made perfect in weakness. And, and Paul said in Corinthians 2, I'm sorry, 2 Corinthians 12, 10, for the sake of Christ, then I am content with weaknesses, insults, hardships, persecutions, and persecutions and calamities. For when I am weak, then I am strong. So Paul got the concept that, okay, God wasn't, no. So God promised that he'll be with us through the pain. He never once said he'll take it all away, take it all away. He said he'll be with us through it. So day one, when we're going through withdrawal process and when we're going through all these hard things, God says that he'll be with us in it, in it. He's going through that with us in it. And he says that when we feel weak, when we, when our body's cold, when we're shivering, when we down to our last, we are strong. He said his power is made perfect in weakness it's when we are weak that we mostly need god think about it for a lot of us when we have all the money in the world i I remember me in my mind there was a lot of money i barely put god first i was able to buy everything i wanted 
I would say, thank you, God, I'll do my tithes, but I wouldn't think about God for the rest of the day. But it was when I lost all that money, lost my job, and rent still kept coming that I'm like, God, help me with this. I prayed more than I ever had. I also got closer with God than I ever had. So God's um, God, when he says that his power is made perfect in weakness, and when you are weak, you are strong, that is true. It's when we are down to our last that we are, when we're going through adversaries, that we really truly trust God. Romans 12 10 says, Do not conform to, conform to the pattern of the world, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, His good, pleasing, and perfect will. God says, Don't be conformed to the pattern of this world. He says, You can transform the renewing of your mind. So you can change those bad thoughts. You can change that all power of no will get you a long way. Second Corinthians 10 5 says we demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive of every thought to make it obedient to Christ. So we can take captive of those bad thoughts. We can take captive of the no, I'm not going to do this. We make so much excuses for us. I can just think about it right now. Why? Why won't you get rid of those addictions? I guarantee you right now, you're about to list a hundred kajillion, a hundred percent of excuses of why you can't do it. And let's be clear and let's sum it all down to you won't do it. You want that. You crave that. You desire that. Because if you really wanted to change, you will. If you really wanted to stop and give it to God, you could. Because God says that you can do all things through him. But we have a loving father that he won't force us. He doesn't force us to do anything. He doesn't force us to want to praise him. He doesn't force us to do any of that. So that's just the addiction of drugs, alcohol, and I put cigarettes with that. What about caring about what other people think? I am such a victim of this. I care so much about what people think. If someone says something bad about me, I'm going to believe that bad thing about me. <laughs> if someone says good things about me, I'm going to believe that good things about me. But that can become an addiction popularity all those things can become an addiction of caring about what other people think one thing i learned is this a lot of people they will not come to god and surrender their life from god for a few reasons one of them is because they care about what other people think they know they're going to be judged for it people are going to call them lame this and that people are going to judge them they may lose friends and people value those things and people are so much followers of this world so they will actually sit here and not come to god for that let me tell you something. I'd rather get judged for doing the right thing than to get judged for doing the wrong thing. Okay. So if praise God says that we'll be persecuted in his name. Other people say that it's too many rules and this and all these rules you got to follow and this and that. And that's not true. Everything that God tells us is to help us. We don't have a God that just want to make us a boring life with a lot of rules. Jesus came for one to release a lot of those rules. He died for our sins. So all you have to do is accept him. You will never live this perfect life. You will always mess up in life. And I love Ephesians 2, 8 through 9. For by grace you are saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not by works, lest any man shall boast. So it's not about works. So it's not about a whole bunch of rules. God wants us to live a fruitful and abundant life here on earth. But we can do it. We can do all things through Christ who gives us that strength. Lastly, I love 2 Timothy 1 7. For God gave us a spirit not of fear, but of power and love and self control. God gave us a spirit of self control, self disciplined. So, more of the story, guys. I really want all of us that are whole, that we're, we need to break the chain of addiction. 
all of us i feel are addicted to something or someone if it's not christ we gotta let it go and yes it is easier said than done but you have to make progress progress say today let today be day one that i am done and but also keep in mind that you can't do it on your own if you try to do it on your own you will fail and that's the reality of it that's the reality of it we will fail in trying to do all these things women that are chasing after a man let them go let them go and i guarantee you your life will be much more fruitful and god you're you're giving god room to bless you with someone while you're out here loving the wrong person you're not giving god lead way you're not giving god any area to bless you in your life for a lot of us that are looking to drinking smoking cigarettes sex all being loved by men fear overeating caring about what other people think and etc the more we keep doing that, the more we keep placing our hope in worldly things, we are not giving God room to bless us. And we sit here and be like, God, are you even there? Are you even blessing us? Yes, he is just sitting back waiting. We have a patient God. We're not waiting on him. He's waiting on us. Let's be clear. God is waiting on us. He's waiting on us to let go of the things that we are allowing to be first place in our life. Again, remember, there's no temptation that's overtaking you that is coming to man. Remember, God will not allow us to be tempted more than we're able to. The temptation that we face, God will provide a way to get out, but we have to trust him and we have to give it to him. We have to release those addictions. We have to release it. Is it going to be hard? Yes, your body's going to go through those withdrawal symptoms, but to know that God is more powerful. God is more powerful. Remember, you are, when you're weak, you are strong. Remember that God's grace is sufficient. When it shows out in your weaknesses. So I test you guys in that. And even God in the Bible, he said, test me in this. So test God in this and what his word says to be true that I guarantee you guys, you can do it. But if you like those people that say, I won't do it, you'll forever hold, be bondage. You'll forever be in change of sin. You'll be forever looking for something. You'll continue smoking, drinking until you do get a negative effect and you that's when you want to change but it may be too late then so uh, and last but not least one other thing is a lot of us we want to wait to change first of all when when i when i hear people say i want to wait to change it's kind of like we we know we're going to live tomorrow when god literally says you do not know what will happen tomorrow you don't know if you're going to wake up tomorrow so when we have in our mind we're going to wait to change it's literally telling god i know i'm going to live tomorrow so now's the time and the bible says now's the time now's the time for the kingdom of heaven is near now's the time to get rid of those things because when it is time to be judged god no god will say hey you know what you put those things before me you knew better you put alcohol you put drugs before me it's like when you won't get rid of those things it's kind of like we're making we're saying that these things are more powerful than you got i can't overcome this addiction these this addiction is way more powerful than you so just take a time and think about that guys but i just wanted to talk about addiction on this episode so if you feel like you're not addicted to anything on here that's fine <laughs> if you know someone that is struggling with addiction of any kind let them um, see this podcast episode um, i will be back next week i am going to do a tell it all episode with my best friend tatiana Dow. all right thank you guys have a good one bye